Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the comedy club for kids podcast that's suitable for all ages from to and everything in between. You might have noticed I sound a little bit uncertain this week, and that is because any minute now... Okay, not not now. The leaves are going to fall off the trees. Uh, You've probably noticed it near you. You know, it's autumn, so that means it's time for the trees to get a haircut, which is definitely... That is what happens, you know, if you don't know about nature... The trees get haircuts. The owners look slick for the winter with their fancy new do's. And just in case, you know, they get any new leaves for Christmas and they need to have somewhere to put them. So they get all their leaves cut off. Number one on the sides and back and front and branches, please. That's um, that's like number one as in what you ask for at the barber when you sort of say how short you want your hair. You're like, I like a number one, please. It's not a number one as in the tree is asking for a wee. Just thought I'd better clarify that. I don't think trees actually ask for wees because dogs just sort of wee on them anyway. So they've got no need to go to a barber and say, I'd like a wee, please, have they? I don't really know why you'd ask a barber either. Incidentally, I always tell the man who cuts my hair a number two on the sides and back, please. And he's never once put a poo on my head. So um, that is lucky as he could have got confused. So, yes, trees get haircuts and that is how it works. They get haircuts every single autumn. So it works, isn't it, Linda? Linda, Linda, where do you get your haircut? I don't know why I bother. So in lots of places, all the leaves have already been trimmed off the trees. But just above Comedy Club for Kids HQ, there is a very, very, very large tree. And it likes to wait till the right time every year. And then just all the leaves fall off all at once in like one big clump. And it's really, really loud. And sometimes it's even louder than really, really loud because there are squirrels in the tree or some owls and they all fall out as well. And I expect with you or I sitting in the tree, we'd probably be thrown off too. Any tree houses just chucked off with all their tree kitchens, tree sitting rooms and tree televisions and tree toilets all just shaken off. It's sort of like the tree just decides, right, it's autumn now. I've had enough of all of it. I just need a weight off my back or head or arms. What bit of the branches? Is that the tree's arms? The tree's hair? If it's the arms, where's the tree's head? The roots are the legs, right? I should probably learn a bit more about trees. Let me check my book about trees that just happens to be right here.
I am the book about trees. I'm made of paper, which used to be a tree, and now I'm a book, and it's great, because no squirrels ever live in my head, and no owls keep me up at night making all that stupid hoo-hoo noise. Hi, tree book. Which bit is the tree's head, please? The top bit. Oh, sure, that makes sense. And you know the bit near the roots at the bottom where the wood all gnarls and makes a sort of loop or hole? Oh, yeah, I do. That's its bomb. Goodbye. Oh. Ugh. Well, that, that, was, uh, that was a great fact. I mean, the first one, not the bum one. But now I know the facts. Trees want to get rid of everything off their heads, um, particularly the one above Comedy Club for Kids HQ. And what I'm saying is the tree here just does that once, all in one go. And I have to watch out because it would be so noisy, it could ruin this week's podcast. And I can't have that because I have got lots of important things to tell you. Like how there are still some, but not very many tickets left to our Radio Nonsense live show, which is in half term on October the 26th at the Southbank Centre in Waterloo in London. Your marmalade wafting blockheads, I'm sorry, grown-ups, can grab those at southbankcentre.co.uk or in the links to the podcast burp. This is the last time I'm going to tell you about that show as it's only on next week and I'm so excited and it's going to be myself, Athena Kuglenu and Jos Norris answering your questions live, um, as many of them as we can in an hour. Also, Linda might be there. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Please come along. It is going to be so much fun. And um, I still need Halloween questions sent in. I mean, very, very quickly, if you hear this episode on the Wednesday it goes out on, then please send them in on that day because I need them in by October the 20th. If you have any, please get them sent in ASAP for our Halloween episode. Um, and of course, you can always send those as well as any other questions you need answering, jokes you've made up and uh, want me to read out or any thoughts on haircuts for trees by getting your grown-ups to help you send them into podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Also, please check out comedyclubforkids.co.uk for all details of our other CC4K shows all over the place and comedyclub4kids.store for our T-shirts and books that you can order wherever you are in the world, even in a tree. Well, that is true, but you don't do any T-shirts that have armholes for all the branches, so it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, that is that is fair. Sorry, Burke. Well, the leaves still haven't fallen, so that is good, and it means I've got us to the most important to spit without much worry. So very quickly, have a listen to this. How did this tree get so high? I am very excited that on this week's Radio Nonsense, my guest is Georgie Morell, aka Jordendibles Marioso Gazpacho Who Done It Feather Dust of the Unth, aka G Mori, or to all our Burmese speaking listeners, Hipanauko Uhatanane Rohatuwe Nate Suo. But of course, you are most famous for inventing the overarm holster for french fries so people could properly have a chip on their shoulder for you, purely for snack needs. For your famous performance as the lead star in Wardrobe, the prequel film about the life of furniture before it became a gateway to Narnia. And perhaps most impressively, for being the only person in the entire world to win the Nobel Prize for Whisks. Um, George, it's so lovely to have you on the show. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, you know, um, I hope I obviously I, I've probably missed many things, but you, you've done so much in your life. Uh, it's it's hard to know really what to mention for for the listeners. So I hope I didn't leave anything out. No, not at all. It's hard to keep track. I mean, there's so many things. Um, winning America's Next Top Model uh, three times. Yes. Um, the only person to have won it consecutively three times in a row. Yes. Um, and also, um, not a lot of people know this. There's, oh, there's a few songs named after me as well. Oh. Is that right? Is that right? I, so, yes. And you, you say not a lot of people know that. Do you, you kind of keep that on the down low? You don't really want people to know about this. I don't like to go on and on about it. 
but as you've asked, um, there's a, there's a quite well-known song. You might have heard of it. It's called Pretty Woman. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, and then there was a film, and there's that. That that was written um, was written about me. Wow, yeah. wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and so and and that's just that's just one of the the many songs. So that song was written about you. Did you know the the songwriter, or is it just they they were watching America's Top Model at the time, or do you know where the inspiration came from? Um, apparently, um, uh, I, I was just walking down the street. Wow. And um, so he wanted to know who I was, Roy Orbison, and was like, who yeah. is that? And somebody said, they didn't actually say my name. They just said, it's a really pretty woman. And that was it. And it went from there. And that was it. And, that yes. was long. and, then, oh, and then lots of people wanted to write songs about me. Um, I, I don't want to name drop, though. I don't want to name drop, go, go except. Yeah, please, no, please do name drop. Yeah. There's a little band called One Direction. Uh, sadly, not together anymore. Um, I believe it was a story of my life because uh, uh, Harry yeah. Styles, as as you guys know him, I just know him as sure, Harry. Sure. He um he he always used to say I was the story of his life. Oh, wow. Harry! Wow. And yeah. I, I mean, am I just you know am I am I being an idiot here? Are there just loads and loads of songs like Lady in Red? Was that you? Were you wearing red one day and they just? Oh my God, how did you know wow. that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, similar thing. I was just walking down the street wearing red, and then that song came out. Wow. I mean, with the, you're just obviously such an inspiring person. Um, and I mean, mm. obviously, you know, I know there are difficulties in that because you mentioned America's Top Model, but I, I, as far as I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, after winning it three times, they now won't actually let you enter it anymore. They basically, that's why they stopped making mm. it. Um, they said, uh, they said, you know, Georgie Morell has completed. America's yes. next top model, and that's why um, uh, Tyra Banks, uh, Tyra as I like to call her, um, she she said I uh, would we'll just have to end the show here. Wow, oh. wow. I mean, it's tricky. Mm. Are, are you now very wary? Um, because I, I, you know, what do you do? I guess there's a lot of stuff you can't enter anymore because it's just not really fair to the other contenders. I know that's why you you can't go anywhere near the Olympics. I think you're not allowed within an 800 meter radius in case you accidentally just just win stuff. Exactly. And I don't want to I don't want to, you know, make people feel bad about not being as great as me. You know, yes. that's that's not what I want to put out into the world, because, you know, just my mere presence is quite intimidating for so many. And, you know, and it's a shame, really, because that's that's not your fault. I don't, I don't think it's your fault. No, it's not. You know. You're absolutely right. It's what I call a gift and a curse. Yes, yes, it, it is both. Mm. But I suppose it would be unfair if it was just a gift. You know, again, people would get jealous if it was just a gift. I suppose it makes others feel more comfortable that in some ways it's also terrible. Yes, for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm 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 fine. I'm yeah. very comfortable with of it. Course. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's lovely talking to you. I find it very hard to even imagine. I don't really win. I won a, a poetry competition when I was about seven or eight. But that, beyond that, it's really... Oh, um, well done. That's good. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, well I think that was mainly because you weren't anywhere nearby at the time. No, I wasn't. But I have had some poetry written about me. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, That's I, it, yeah. that makes sense. Well, I, you know, I, I feel like... Just that one winning maybe gives me a glimpse into your life, but it's not it's not really the same. And I understand that. I'm not going to try and pretend. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm so pleased that you had time. You had time to fit this into your schedule. Obviously, you've got a very busy, busy life, busy things. You've got a lot going mm -hmm. on right now. 
Yep, very, very busy. Um, I oh, I mean, we'll have to keep this, you know, fairly short because, uh, you know, um, me and Kate Middleton are going shopping. Oh, right, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. And yeah. is that is that yeah. for, for anything in particular? Is it just groceries or, or, you know, like pet shop goods? What are you going for shopping for? She sort of, oh, I don't want to embarrass her in any way, but she kind of relies on me for style tips. Sure. You know, she's always so well dressed. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to think I play a part in that because, um, I tell her what to wear. If you weren't around, would we see pictures of Kate Middleton? She'd just be in a complete state, which is hair all over the place, wearing a sort of bin bag and clown shoes. Before yeah. she met me, Tin, and it was it was embarrassing, yeah. really. I was like, Kate, Kate, as I call her, Kate, um, you cannot go around. You know, you're a princess now. Get it together, girl. Wow. And uh, thankfully she listened. It's so lucky you're here. And, and you know, I, I was going to say, actually, that you don't get the credit, but I suppose you do because you get it in many, many songs and many poems and, in fact, films about your life. But it, it's still, you know, I still feel like in every interview, Kate Middleton should at least point out, um, I'm, we- I'm wearing what Georgie told me to. I, I'd appreciate it. I understand why she does it, though, because if she said, you know, oh, it was Georgie's idea to look this great, then everybody would want me styling them. And I'm only I'm only one woman. Yes. I'm only one woman. That is, that is yeah, the gift and the, the curse. Yeah, it's, of course. Of course. Well, mm. listen, Georgie, I'm so I'm so grateful that you could come on the show this week. Um, and, and I've got a very important question that one of our listeners sent in, you know, and I, I need you to answer it. You're the one person that can do this. Mm. But before we get there, there's, there's admin. I do apologise. There's always admin because it's, it's you know, mm-hmm. it's necessary. Um, but the first bit of admin is that this is an audio podcast and a lot of our listeners, uh, as I say every week, I, I assume they listen to it with their ears. They may listen with their bums or their knees. We don't discriminate. However, they want to tune in. That That's fine. Um, but because it is an audio podcast, I just wondered if you had a favourite noise uh, that you could make for us or at least tell us about. I can definitely tell you about it. And I have a recording of it. Oh, so, um um, whether it will work playing it through the powers of technology, I don't know. If not, I will send it to you. Um, it is it is the sound of my little kitty cat purring. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> it just play that. Let me see if I can find it. Now that is him being talked to, and then we'll get. Now, will this work? <laughs> a very deep voice. Oh, can you hear that? Oh, that's lovely. Isn't it? Doesn't it just warm your little heart? Yes, yes. He's and a I, she, very... Yeah, she does sounds very warm as well, you know, like a tiny engine. He's a very happy, rather large um, kitty cat. His name is Hobbs. He's very, very orange. Mm. He's a very big boy. He looks like a tiger. Wow. I, 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 slightly, I mean, a technical question for you here. He's a kitty. He's very large and looks like a tiger, but he's also a kitty cat. At what point does a kitty cat stop being a kitty cat and become a, a cat slash is there is there a, a a growth chart or is it just simply a life choice? I'll be honest. I think it's when his behaviour will change from being kitten like <laughs> to being cat like, right. and we're still waiting on that. However, after many many weeks of um, quite severe anxiety, he is now eating adult cat food. Oh, so he's wow. all grown up. Yeah, that was that wasn't easy. That was quite the test of my patience skill and ability yes and have you got him uh, using cutlery now as well and wearing a little uh, no longer needs a bib or or still in a high chair and, yep. yeah cutlery napkin uh three courses course. obviously only the best for my boy mm-hmm. yes freshly prepared yes yes organic i have a chef obviously a chef for me a chef for hobbs right right it is is the chef mm. so is 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 you've got a chef hobbs got a chef is is hobbs a chef also a cat 
Well, obviously, cats only know the best for cats and how to make really, really good cat food. His um, his name is Mr. Whiskerson, and he is a cordon bleu mm. chef. He's, uh, he's quite something. Probably one of the most famous cat chefs ever to exist. We're very lucky My to have goodness. him. Can I ask, has he got Meow Shlin stars? <laughs> More than I can wow. count. Wow. Well, I mean, I just, I knew that because, because you live such a high life, I just, I, I knew it would be weird for your cat not to live a similarly high life and, and also have it, it, his own cat chef. It just, it seemed wrong to me. Absolutely. Yes. Well, listen, that, that was an amazing noise. I, I feel very honoured. I, I do like that your cat is obviously also too busy to join you for the podcast live. And so you had to bring a recording <laughs> and too, too busy with meetings. And, and He's asleep in the other room. And it's every day at about this time, he um, basically corrals Charlie, uh, my boyfriend and his daddy, uh, he corrals him around the flat into the bedroom makes him lie on the bed with his legs out and he falls asleep on charlie's very warm legs wow. well I, I i mean i am impressed that he is already he, i know you you say charlie's your boyfriend but it sounds very much like actually hobbs's servant and uh <laughs> we, we all know who's in charge and i think that's how it should be uh that's how it should be with cats so so yep they were what was it dogs think that their owners are gods cats think they are gods <laughs> and, and perhaps perhaps they are that you know there was the the sphinx one that was a, an egyptian big cat god wasn't it and then and know, they have never forgotten never, that never. i mean it's, it's a it's a they've had a real downgrade you know i'm not gonna lie that they, they used to be these big sort of like uh revered animals and big statues made and now it's like you've got a flap if you need to use it his 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 a pouch of very squelchy jelly food. It's it, do you know I feel I would feel bitter as well if my life had been downgraded like that. I think yes, I I certainly would be It'd be quite the uh, quite the shock for me. But um, I quite like that the amount of attention and the way we have changed our lives to suit a cat is definitely <laughs> That's true. that is very true that is very true they st they do still clearly rule us um well listen georgia i i appreciate i appreciate you putting the recording together of hobson it's brilliant and, and and the other question that i have to ask you this is a very important one um is this is a family-friendly podcast it's suitable for people of all ages you can possibly imagine can can you imagine an age an age for the the well, this podcast just, imagine age, just in general i don't know any oh and an age is in like a period of time. However, yeah, I mean, or yeah, or just nine or, or 12 or, or the Bronze Age. Oh, okay, well, like I'm an just, age. I'm just you don't yeah. have to, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to say it's suitable for all ages. So even if you were to imagine one. Oh, okay. Um, I will choose. Eleven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely fine. Spot on. It's suitable for eleven. It's suitable for all ages you can possibly imagine, even as I said, sort of bronze or, or, or Neolithic. But it is not suitable for a hundred years old. It's a very long story. Won't go into it. But every other age you can imagine, it's fine. And so I just wanted to check if there are any rude words you won't be saying on this show, just to make sure it's still safe. I won't be saying any rude words ever again. Oh, oh wow! So not even just on this podcast. No, I think I should. I think I should stop altogether. I think this is what I need. I mean, that's that's quite an incredible. I mean, well, I, I, I've never had. A... I'm a little bit. I'm a. I'm a little bit of a potty mouth. Right. And it's about time I finally made my mum proud, and I stopped wow. it. Wow. Can I ask what you're planning to do? Say, if you stub your toe, what will you shout? 
raspberries. Yeah. Wow, powerful. Yeah, powerful. that's that's yeah, yeah. I think that that says more than any other word could. I I I absolutely agree. I think raspberry says you know people often use it just to to describe raspberries, but in fact it, it describes so much and 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 says a range of emotions, a huge, huge range of emotions. It's very powerful. I would say, and is raspberries going to be the 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 go to? What if someone cuts you up? Say either I don't know if you're a driver either on the road or just in front of you as you're walking somewhere. If they cut you up, are you going to still are you go for raspberries in a different tone? I will rise above it. Is what I will do. Wow. Instead of getting angry, I will pity that person. Wow, wow. And think I am. I feel sorry for them that they think that is a good way to behave. I. They won't make friends that way. Wow. Well, I, 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 you know, this has been such an inspirational podcast already. We haven't even got to the main question. I have to say for a second, though, when you said you're, I will rise above it, I thought you were going to like float. And I, I'm pleased. I'm pleased you're not <laughs> opting for magic tricks. I can get very confusing out and about in public. And, but then who knows what songs would be written, I suppose, about you if, if that was the, the route you took. Um any matter of time, well, exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, well, listen, I've never, never, never had a guest just just decide to never say a rude word at all, and I thank you. You know that that's a big move, and hopefully our listeners will listen to this and and they'll know that that's the sort of steps we should all be all be taking, unless it, you know, at least just saying raspberries a, a lot more. Um, or I'd call them, I'd call them a tinker. Whoa, wow, yeah, that's that's pretty severe. You know, you 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 tinker. Wow, mm. and that's I mean that's brutal because what if they don't tinker with things at all? What if they're not remotely interested in, you know, s- small mechanical en- engineering things? Then I will apologize. Yeah. I have I was I would be wrong. I will apologize because it is it's good to apologize when you fair. are in the wrong. Yeah, fair. I mean, wow. It's, I, and I, I I rarely do apologise, so I should probably start doing that as well. Oh, no rude words. This feels like a whole new. We're, we're we're sort of seeing a whole change of of, of personality in this. It, it, mm. This has gone from being just a podcast where I was going to ask you one important question, which we're going to get to admit to. It feels like we're we're you know we're we're getting some groundbreaking news on the life of Georgie Morell here. That's it's you're not just turning over a new leaf. There's a new tree growing, and uh, <laughs> must be a different. Forest. And I I am. And I'm climbing that wow. tree and I'm getting to the well, top. I am, I am blown away. This is, uh, well, listen, you know, these are some big revelations and I'm hoping, I'm hoping you can do the same for our, um, our, our listener that sent in a question. And, and I'm, this question, I should say it's, it's been sent in by question mark, question mark, question mark from the United Kingdom. And that, there's a, I don't know if that's their, I don't know if that's middle, first name, middle name, surname, if they're called question mark, question mark, question mark, or perhaps it's a noise, perhaps it's uh, uh, and that's just a first yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Um, they also say mm-hmm. they're from the United Kingdom. They don't specify which parts. It could be any. Maybe they spend every day just traversing all the British Isles, uh, confusing people with their name. I don't know. I don't know what their life is like. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, a, a constant upwards inflection. I can only yes, imagine. Possibly every. Uh, mm, and it, everything's. Mm? Huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that brings a nice area of mystery to people's lives. I mean, even just sort of saying, "Oh, hello, what's your name?" Uh, that's that's a way to respond. Uh, <laughs> you know that that's a much more interesting conversation. Yeah, most people, most people, Dave. Oh, great. And can they only speak in questions? Do you know that's a fascinating? Uh, that is a good question in itself because they've only sent in a question. But how do I know that they right. meant it? They maybe they didn't mean to to be a question at all, and that's all they can do. They can only speak in questions. 
that's going to make life really hard, isn't it? And and yeah. also particularly if they are uh, a younger listener, like many of our listeners, uh, their parents are going to think they're being sarcastic a lot more. You know, <laughs> if it's only like, it's, you know, br- brush your teeth. Okay. Like that's then then you're being more annoyed. <laughs> if you send that into a question, your your grown ups are going to get pretty sad. Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very good way. Uh, it's a very good way for kids to annoy grown ups just by putting a question mark on everything they say, and within seconds, you will have really irritated everyone. You know, yeah, solid, solid. <laughs> um, well, listen, Georgie. So, so uh, or question mark, question mark, question mark has sent in uh. this. This is a, this. I'm not gonna. This is a big, big question, um, and I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed this hasn't been asked all around the world before on a regular basis. But this question from uh, is, why do unicorns' name equal one corn? So I suppose they mean unicorn, one corn, and shouldn't it be one horn? So unihorn. I mean, it's an excellent question. Let's get that out of the way. With that's a very, very good question, and I'm I'm almost annoyed at myself for having not realize that sooner why on earth mm. however i think i know why right. one corn is what a unicorn eats a day they have one special pink kernel of corn a day and because they're so amazing that's all they need and it's pink and everybody knows that unicorn poo is pink and that's why they have pink poo wow because they eat wow. one so it's, bit it's a of pink of... corn so it is a description of what they, their name is a description of what they eat mm-hmm. in the same way. Say, for example, if, if we, if your cat was called like three gourmet cat meals a day. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's fascinating because, you know, but, but that, that's not very rarely explained. I'm guessing do unicorns not really make a big deal about it? Is it, is it something I think that maybe it's even a secret? Oh, to unicorns, it's just normal to them just having their, their one bit of pink corn. Mm. That's just, you know, like I have a smoothie every morning. It's just, it's the, what's normal to them is extraordinary to us. Yes. Oh, would you consider being called uni smoothie instead of George? I'd rather not, no. No, no, that's, I mean, absolutely, absolutely fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd struggle, I think, to be called sort of uh, two coffees, bowl of cereal, a pack of crisps, a sandwich, probably more crisps, maybe some more crisps, three, like an apple, a, a snack, a dinner. Like, I'd have quite a long name, I think, if I had to be. Mm, my, and, would... and yeah, and it's the same sort of thing. So they have their corns, which are pink, and they make their poo pink, and I have my smoothies so I can poop. And then, you know, because every, everyone sure. poops. Everyone does poop. Do you have specifically coloured smoothies in order to, to you know, sort of change the colour? Oh, Tiden, I have tried. Nothing <laughs> will work. Wow, wow, that's a real shame. Um, uh, beetroot normally is a is um one for uh, isn't that normally <laughs> maybe pink corn? I mean, maybe this is what we should all be we should all be tucking. But obviously, we wouldn't want to take away unicorn. Uh, food now, I I thought you might say that unicorn corn. Their pink corn that they eat, it's actually poisonous to humans. It's only for unicorns. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I suppose that's, mm. yeah, that does make sense. That does make sense. It's a bit like sort of eucalyptus or, what, you know, whatever. Yeah, or certain types of mushrooms. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. And so it's, it's just for them and that makes their makes their poo pink. And yeah, because I, I'm really pleased you said that because I was sort of, when I was looking at this question, I did wonder, is it that all along the horn on their face was actually a corn on the cob? 
and we just didn't realize it because you never really get close enough to that. No, and that doesn't make any sense to me because everyone knows their horns are magical. So, yes, and you wouldn't have a magical corn on the cob, would you? I wish. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, barbecues would be really. I know, right? Never ending, Uh, like corn on the cob. Yeah. That's the dream, isn't it? It's all... <laughs> that is an it is an absolute dream, and uh, uh, you know it's it's one I hope one day we can all attain. That we uh, who who needs more food when you've just got one never ending magical corn on the cob, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's a beautiful image. And um, mate, you should write a film. Should you write a film about yeah. the never ending corn? It's. Um, I am looking to break into project. children's literature. It just feels like the next logical step when you've accomplished so much. It's like what haven't I conquered? Yes the world of you know children's fiction and um you know it's worked out well for so many for so many it has yeah i i i you know i wish you good luck with that but i also know that you'll absolutely get it right immediately and then no one else will ever be able to do it and i'm i'm slightly wary of across i must bear yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't know what else someone you know, like Julia Donaldson who writes the Gruffalo, for example, I don't know what else she she'd do if you sort of if you ruined it for everyone else i don't know i just worry that you know there are a lot of brilliant children's authors who probably still need to keep writing and uh if you write everything then they're going to be you know they will have to move on to other things really like we all do yeah yeah well like like you do but only because you you've sort of conquered the previous yeah i'll just keep going until you know Alexander wept when he realised there were no more left yeah. to conquer. <laughs> yes, mm. yes. Well, you know, like, yeah, I, I can see it. It's funny. I have gone during this course conversation being quite impressed and being quite concerned. And it, <laughs> there's definitely a, a destructive element to to the power that you hold. But but listen, you know, you, you've answered this question. I mean, that was very succinct. I, I realised I didn't know enough about unicorns at all. I, I didn't really know anything about their diet. I don't really even know where they live. Um you occasionally see one in Sainsbury's, but I don't, you know, I don't really know much about their dwellings. No. Are, are you an expert in this sort of thing? Oh, um, I have one. I have a unicorn. Oh my God, I didn't mention that. Yeah, I have. A, right, yeah. Right. So we've got the cat, Hobbs, and um, yeah. and then we've got um, his his unicorn pal. Uh, they, are, they are thick as thieves, those two. They're always playing and fighting. They're, they're so cute. Oh, wow. And what's, uh, what's it called? What's the unicorn? Buddy. Buddy. That's a, a, the classic very classic unicorn name I buddy believe. and hobbs they're yeah. like a like like a sitcom no one no one actually <laughs> wanted but we have <laughs> i i would happily watch that though where every day a, a buddy eats his one pink corn yeah. and, and hobbs has his three course meal prepared food yeah and mm-hmm. yeah and and uh, i assume then just sort of hijinks really and um, then it's just comedy capers all day with the two of them and then and then buddy yes. gets annoyed because hobbs sleeps so much and then Hobbs gets annoyed because Buddy's quite tall and he finds it at hard work. And um, what are they like? And then they go and solve crimes. Ah, uh, uh, well, of, of course. And, uh, you know, especially if you've got a magical unicorn horn, why wouldn't you solve crimes? Yeah, I know, right. That's got to be one of the main use because you just sort of like, where are the clues? And there they are. It's If anything, it's too easy for him, but, you know. It is, yeah. Yeah. Who's the thief? It's him. It's him. And then sort of done. Yeah. Really rubbish. They're pretty bored the rest of the day. Yeah, it does make sense. It's not It's not great for anyone watching, but for them, I suppose, quite handy. And, you know, the detectives are probably quite grateful. Yeah, it takes the edge off. 
takes the edge off. Do you know absolutely. I mean? mm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, the, the life, the life you live with your unicorn and, and your cat and the, is it hard keeping a unicorn to, if you need a lot of space? It is a bit. So we've only got one bed in Chiswick. So it is a little bit cramped, mm. but, um, uh, you know, he goes out and, you know, gallops around, you know, gives rise to the local kids, things like that. Hobbs doesn't go outside though. Sure. Sure. Well, of course, because also, you know, that kind of brilliant, difference in character yeah, yeah no. it, it wouldn't work if one goes outside the other stays indoors what are they like no, that's, that's brilliant. the original that's the odd couple yeah 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 oh. <laughs> wow well i mean your life is a, is a constant riot and i you know i hope i hope listeners hearing this just sort of dream of one day being able to attain that sort of that sort of a lifestyle mm, i think right yeah uh, having unicorn mm. and a cat and having so many songs made about them and and um, you know, so I, I appreciate you answering that question. It was a, it was a big question, I have to say. And I, when I saw it, it was, you know, I, I suppose the one other thing I should ask you about it is they said, shouldn't it be one horn, so unihorn? I just don't think that sounds as... And also, isn't that what you call people who just play the trumpet? I haven't... Oh, my God, you've blown my mind. Of course. What else would you call somebody who plays the trumpet? Yeah. yeah. You don't call them, like, a, a, a trumpet dude, do you? Like, that's not a... John Trumpet? I'm, I don't know. I don't maybe I uh, must find somebody who plays the trumpet and no more. The um no, it's you know like yeah, I get it. Like Unihorn. Be like, yeah, that's that seems like a good name, but it's almost it's a bit unoriginal, you know, it's a bit too obvious. And I think unicorns know that and they didn't want that for themselves. I I agree. I agree. I I, I wouldn't like it. I, I don't think it's um I don't think it's as catchy. It's not as catchy. No. It doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, and it's like they can't rebrand now. True. Could, yeah, very it true. Actually, it's a bit late. Take down the yeah. whole system that they've built. Yeah, PR disaster. Mm. Yeah, really ruin all their branding. Yeah, it'd be like Coca-Cola changing its name or Fruit Pastels. Yes. Yes, exactly. What would Coca-Cola? Would they be rubbish? Oh, right, yeah. would buy that. Fruit, fruit Hastels. Yeah, doesn't work as well. Yeah. doesn't work as well. Wow. Well, I mean, it's a lot to think about, but I think, you know, thank you. And I'm hoping that uh, is ha- is happy with that answer. Um, I They'll probably still ask questions about it. That's my worry. Yes, I, that's uh, that's going to be tough for them is they will always have a question and we won't be sure if it's a question. And we could just be stuck in a bit of a question loop. It could it could never end. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I worry. I, I know you said you've got a lot on. I, I worry that I, I don't want to keep you here for weeks and weeks on end simply because uh keeps asking questions about their question. Mm, be stuck um, in a, that's a lot. I, you haven't signed up to, you know, you know that vortex of questions. And, you know, I'm a busy woman. Um, uh, yeah. Deals to make and hearts to break. So good. Good. But, well, so good luck. Well, it's very kind of you. Very kind of you. And, and listen, I appreciate you taking the time to answer that question. Have you got a busy, uh, busy rest of the week, year, decade, life? Have you got a lot happening immediately? I mean, or? always, to be honest, just since we've been sat here chatting, Kate has messaged me 82 times all about a hat, I think. I told her no, but she is determined. What is she like, eh? Yeah. Is it a full full scale like knight's helmet? What's she go for a Stetson? It's bad, is what it is. It's really bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen. Good. Good luck with that. Good luck with. Good luck with all of. Good luck with conquering uh, the children's, uh, you know, story world and everything else. Um, if you could avoid the podcast world, I quite enjoy doing this. At least give me a bit of time to to find to retrain. Ah, uh, this. In, in something else, I'd really this is going to end on an awkward note. Then. Oh no. 
Good luck. Bye, Tiernan. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> this dumb tree here is my friend. Thanks so much. No, I think I think I'm still okay. The leaves are still there. Thanks so much to Georgie Morell for taking time out of her busy, busy schedule to answer uh, uh, uh's question. Um, I do hope uh, 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 that you are happy with that answer. And if not, please don't hesitate to write it on a leaf on a tree just before it falls off and turns to mush and no one ever sees it. Don't forget, if you have a question you need answering or anything else you want to send in, please get your marmalade wafting blockheads. I'm sorry, grown ups to help you email us at podcast at comedy club there is still a handful of tickets left for our Radio Nonsense live show on October the 26th, which your grown-ups can grab at southbankcentre.co.uk or the link in the podcast blurb. And do check out our other shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and our merch at comedyclubforkids.store. Hmm, still no leaves falling. This is odd. It's usually happened by now. Maybe I should go and check with the tree book. Tree book, when are the leaves going to fall on that tree? You know, the big one just up there. Never. What, Never. Yeah, it's decided it likes its hair how it is. Oh, oh well, I guess that's great. Um, in which case, I think I'll just open the window and get some lovely, lovely. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I fooled you. Untreeleavable. Now there's leaves and occasional squirrels everywhere. I am reunited with my family at last. Now we'll leave you alone. Promise. Ah, oh, hooray. Well, that's a nice ending then. <laughs> For once. After we turn to mulch and make all the floor slippy! Ha <laughs> Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! It's the end.